Oh, it's official. We're getting close. We're getting close. Whenever you get a little bit of media availability, you have some coaches up there uh, doing the press conference thing. You're going to hear from uh, Brent Venables hopefully here in next couple of minutes. But, man, we're knocking on the door. They're about to start camp. And uh, it it always gives this false feeling like we're right there, like games are around the corner. We're still still a month away. But – you know, it's it's the uh, it's the first thing that really gets it kicked off for you. Yeah, um, August in a lot of ways is my favorite month, or not my favorite. I like the month of August, but in a lot of ways, it's kind of my least favorite month because you hit August one and you're like, <laughs> "We did it, baby! Football season's here. Let's go!" And then you look today, and we're still 32 days away, man. <laughs> so it it is uh, August is the biggest tease really, out of the entire year. Because it feels like football's here, yet OU's not even going to play a game this month. But still, man, you're getting all the juices flowing. Camp's getting started. And uh, dare I say, I feel like this is going to be one of the more intriguing camps that we've had around here in a while, even without a quarterback battle. Yeah, it's it's one of those weird situations where you're really excited about it. Got with the offseason that we've had around here. Everyone is is chomping at the bit for the season to start. But it's kind of – if you hear anything, if someone comes up to you during training camp and says, did you hear what happened, I, it's it's never anything good, <laughs> you know. So uh, I know they're, they're about to get rolling, but no news is good news typically uh, during training camp. Now, I'm sure there's going to be some position battles and – maybe some young guys or transfer type guys that are stepping up that kind of newer names that people aren't as familiar with that uh, some word is trickling out that they're having good camps. But um, other than that, it's really not necessarily a bad thing if you don't hear a whole lot of news coming out of training camp. Well, they're going into training camp, according to Brent Venables, 99% healthy. I don't know who the uh, the one percent is, and he you know gave off the vibe that they're not really worried about the the one percent that's not healthy. So it feels like they're in about as good of a starting place as they could be going into this thing, with the buy-in level being where it is, the health level being where it is. Bodies have transformed on campus, huh? Yeah. How about that? They're, I mean, good Shocker, starting point. Huh? Yeah, yeah. Um... I heard him talking about that just briefly um, during some of his availability today. Said that there was a bunch of guys on the team that PR'd uh, as far as some strength and and maybe speed stuff as well uh, after the summer that they put in. So that's what you want to hear. Um, you know, that's that's why you brought Schmitty here, the development. And, you know, you've heard me say it a million times, it's not just the – the speed and strength gains, that's obviously the biggest part of it. But uh, putting everyone through the test together, uh, building that camaraderie and chemistry as a team is is the other part as well. So I heard, uh, I heard you guys laughing about DeMarco whenever someone asked him what he's looking for in a running back, and he said, I'm looking for guys that are like me. Yeah, vers- that's, versatile like me is basically what he said. That's probably the best thing that I've ever heard. And all you could really say is, okay, yeah, yeah, because what we want is more running backs Seriously. like you. So, yes, yeah. absolutely. What that, do you that want? That fits perfectly. Versatility and guys like me. <laughs> okay, <laughs> fair enough. Oh, uh, that's good. Well, I, you know, just hearing him talk about how fast the Sawchuck kid is 
and then um, you know the the comparison to maybe Jaden Rowe. Which how about that? How often do you see where? You're talking about maybe the two fastest guys on the team are incoming true freshmen. I know, man. Now that, that neither one of them were there throughout the spring either. It's a good thing to have. Um, I'm wondering if Brent Venables can confirm that that was the case in training camp in 2000. Brent was everybody saying, "Oh, that layman kid, he might want be one of the two fastest guys on the team." Oh God, he was trying to trade me back to Fort Gibson. Is what happened in camp in 2000. <laughs> What's going on, Coach? Hey, what's up? I didn't know if y'all had me. Uh, I was just listening to the show. I'm doing good. How y'all doing? Doing good. good. We're we're close. We've got we've got training camp coming up in a in a couple of days. Fall camp. Uh, it's a, it's an exciting time for you guys. What's the expectation for this football team as you guys uh, start things off here? Well, again, to me, uh, over the last seven and a half months, we've worked really hard uh, with. You know, winning in the mind before we went on the field, uh, developing a you know championship mindset, a championship strain. We've worked really hard, uh, Teddy, the last several months uh, to establish and re re reset uh, a standard of how we do what we do. You know, just raising the standards, reestablishing those standards, um, and again. I know I've said it a lot, but how you do anything is how you do everything, and it's it's how we train, how we lift, how we eat, how we recover. It's our how we attack nutrition, how we attack the film room, the practice field. Uh, you know how we run our player run practices, how we go to class, how we serve the community. You know everything truly deeply matters, and just reestablishing what OU DNA means. Okay. And everything is done with a championship standard of performance. And, and that's a hard place to get to. You know, it's easy to talk about it. Talk's cheap. And I want guys that are going to be about it. I want coaches. I want players. I want everybody that, that uh, is involved with Oklahoma football to be about it. You know, I want doers. And, um, you know, total play, player well, wellness awareness is what it's about. And, um, and so we've worked really hard to, to create the buy-in into all of those things and um but our level of physicality um as we get ready to start up camp and you know we finished up the you know the spring and going into the summer and the weight room our level of physicality on the practice field it's got to be at an all-time high okay and it's been that way uh through spring and the weight room uh, with coach schmidt all right but it literally needs to be at an all-time high and uh, when we step on that practice field being physical is what it's all about and um, we want to use all of our resources, um, like our sports science lab, and there's a lot of testing, a lot of variables that we can quantitatively, uh, you know, to be able to, um, uh, to, be able to uh, quantify the, the output and, and um, you know, where we're coming up short with our effort and our explosiveness on that practice field. We're really working hard to um, collaborate in all of our different areas of sports science and our lab that we uh, that we've created there in our elite recovery, uh, strength and conditioning, our nutrition, and, and really, again, that total player awareness that I was talking about, ma- maximizing all of those you know resources and creating the buy-in, uh, certainly with all of our staffs in those different areas, but also, you know, most importantly, with the, with the players and uh, where they're going to take, uh, you know, their game to another level on and off the field. But, 
And the biggest thing is we can't compromise and making sure our players understand that we can't compromise the standards, you know, of Oklahoma football, you know, and getting our players to think the right way, to developing an uncommon mindset, and, uh, and what it truly means to be uh, an Oklahoma Sooner. What a privilege, you know, it is to, to wear a Sooner jersey, but what it deeply means uh, to be a Sooner. And uh, what we've done with our guys the last seven months, well, we've made inc- everything that we've done, everything incredibly difficult and challenging. We've strained them. Um, yeah, can you make you know, camp hard enough with the, the, the rules <laughs> that they've changed? Um, yeah, no, absolutely. You know, it's hard mentally, uh, mind, body, and spirit. It's very, you know, uh, we, you know there's, there's always the delicate balance, but I'm not going to compromise our standards of what um, physicality, being tough-minded, um, you can't you can't run away from that. That's got to be if we're going to be a, a, a championship-level program. That's that's the OU DNA. Um, but we've made everything incredibly difficult. I mean, we have raised the standard of them. We've raised it again, then we've doubled down and raised it again. And these guys have responded. And give credit to our players, man. They've aggressively attacked everything with a strong, tough mentality and a great attitude. And we still got a long way to go, um, but we've improved in, in, in so many areas. And um, but we've made great progress, and, uh, and that's as we begin, you know, camp. And that's what it's all about. And um, and I can't wait. Our guys have uh, have really um, given themselves an opportunity to be successful by the way they've worked. You know, again, close to almost eight months now. Brent Venables is our guest. I'm glad you brought up the buy-in because I've heard you mention a few times that the overall buy-in was at a standard that, you know, you accepted, like at an acceptable level for you. One, when was the first time that you realized throughout this offseason, okay, this buy-in is where I want it to be? And two, has that created an opportunity for your team throughout this offseason to maybe accomplish more over the past seven to eight months than they would have if maybe the overall buy-in level wasn't there? Yeah, no, it's it's really just a, you know, through eight months and lots of different experiences and moments that have all, you know, culminated to, you know, that, um, you know, just that view that I have, you know, and so it's it's really all those moments added up, and um, it's not just one particular moment. Um, you've, it's 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 just a a, uh, you know, it's. Eight months of performance, uh, eight months of work. You know, uh, it's a body of work that um, where I'm getting that from. And and again, it, yeah, it would have. Um, we would not if if there was a lot of pushback and um, moments of weakness during uh, you know the last you know getting up to whatever eight months. Then yeah, that would have stunted our our progress, no question. And, and I'm just going to tell you, like, and Teddy knows, like, it doesn't matter what we do. We can have the best day ever, and I can promise you there's a never-satisfied mindset uh, with the staff. And, and I want our players to feel the same. I want our players to feel the same way. Like, okay, all right, all right you know, that's good, but it ain't good enough. And, 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 and I'm not uh, – that is a that, – that, that is a, a way of – a way of thinking and a mindset and how you do what you do. So, you know, I want it, I want our guys hungry. I want our guys malnourished. 
uh, from from when it comes to um, uh, you know wanting more, desiring more, knowing that man, I left some meat on the bone every single day. We can have the best day ever, but tomorrow's got to be better. And it it literally is a uh, uh, it's a place that is a difficult place to get to. It's a really difficult place to get to, and um, but we gotta uh, we gotta establish that as, as coaches, and uh, we gotta strain them. Uh, you know, we gotta create that that edge to them that um, where they're, you know, where they, you know, they want it more than anybody else, and and and, and again, they they're not satisfied that we gotta actually make sure they have good perspective. You know, like, hey, brother, man, that was actually pretty good. You know, you really wanna. You want to talk them off that ledge, you know, and um, that's when you know you're doing things the right way. When you got to pull them off the practice field, when you got to pull them out of the film room, uh, when you got to send them home uh, from the facility uh, where enough is enough. And and we've got some guys that have uh, that have gotten there, but programmatically, you know, the whole I got to get that whole locker room there, and um, and uh, where it's player led, player driven, and um, and and again. It's it's easy when everything's going great, and you know what I want to see is is you know after our our toughest moments, you know three weeks into camp, you know uh, those tough days, uh, you know for our guys, I want to see them respond during those moments, and then during the course of the season, as you know, man, the season is going to present a whole other set of challenges, and see if our guys get bored with having a championship mindset, a, a professional mindset. You know, how you approach the practice field, the film room, the game plans, the details, the, uh, the study hall, you know, the tutorials, you know, the total player wellness. Uh, it is a tr- tremendous amount of work, of sacrifice, of investment. And as we, again, you know, my, my biggest concern, I'm, I'm playing for the long ball. You know, I'm trying to develop a culture of expectations and, again, um, uh, and I'm reestablishing what OUDNA really means, and 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 so there's going to be some continue. There'll be some growing pains. I can promise you, uh, but uh, you know, just day by day, just you know, changing one mind at a time uh, is what it's all about. And so that's what again we've we've really worked hard, you know, at doing here these last several months. You have you as as spring unfolded and. You know, you guys get way more time over the summer now to be able to uh, spend with them and and continue to implement some learning stuff as far as uh, scheme and everything. And, and as that has played out, what are some of the position battles offensively and defensively that have really caught your eye that are, you know, number one, critical to being a good football team, like critical positions, but number two, just, you know, watching – a couple of different guys grow at a position to really compete for it. You know, I, I see position battles everywhere. All right. I, I'm like, that is not coach speak. It's like, well, did you think about it? You know, of all the guys that ain't played, like, yeah. you know, I think there's great position battle, even, you know, that next group of receivers, you know, who's going to be that, you know, um, everybody's got to come and reestablish themselves and go fight for it and have a blank canvas. But, you know, you know about Mims. Who else? Is, is Theo Weiss going to come back and have a healthy, you know, productive, explosive, 
a year. You expect you some know? of the true freshmen like have have some yeah, of those I mean, guys put yeah, themselves so in position. No doubt. So whether that's Nick Anderson, Jaden Gibson, Gavin Freeman has been terrific. Uh, you know, we got some uh, a guy like J- Jalil Farouk who had a, a terrific bowl game. You know, and have a really good off season. Or or is it LV um, Bunkley Shelton? You know, uh, who you know was a really he just made all the plays at the timely moments, kind of like Drake Stoops. Uh, is he going to be able to you know do the have that same type of an impact? Or is it JJ Hester? Uh, for Missouri, you know, you know, he's got a big body on the outside. Is he going to be able to? He's, he's a fast guy. Can he? Uh, can he give us a weapon on the outside, or is it a guy that comes out of nowhere like a Darby or you know Trayvon West? Um, you know, I'm really excited about our running back room. You know, Eric Gray getting his opportunity now. Um, you know, as we know, uh, you know, we've got you know Javante Barnes and Marcus Major. Uh, who was banged up in the spring, you know, Mark has got a chance now to uh, hopefully really, you know, I'm excited about him. I'm, I'm hopeful for a great year from him. He's strong, powerful, runs well behind his pads, runs through trash. You know, I think I love the depth of our running back, Gavin Sawchuk, who's a home run hitter, you know. If if if, if all the other running backs uh, that are here, you know, Paul Wee Walker, you know, had a really good spring. If all of our other running backs are – uh, you know, doing ex- incredibly well. Does a guy like Gavin Sodchuk, does he give you another weapon and another uh, out in space somewhere, you know, at a receiver position or another back out of the backfield? So, you know, we got some really explosive playmakers there that I'm really excited uh, to see, you know, that battle, you know, take place. You know, there's great battle uh, on the offensive line. Got a bunch of, uh, of bodies there, and just whether it's inside or outside, it's that, that tackle. People talking, you know, Anton Harrison up, you know, is he going to play like an all-league performer? Or is he going to, you know, you know, potential is one thing. This is a game of performance. This is, you got to go do it. And you got to do, go do it every day. You know, the best teams that we've all been, been a part of, man, you, you up front, both sides of the ball, not only, you know, are you physical and you establish the lines of scrimmage, but, man, that's where, that's where your tough leadership comes from, your tough guys. And uh, guys have got to, you know, they got we got to step up that way. So when when things get tough and difficult, man, we can take over a game. We can take over a moment on the lines of scrimmage. And that's a mindset, and that's a challenge to both lines of scrimmage. You know, both lines of scrimmage you can't just be one guy. You know, it can't just be Chris Murray, okay, or you know, McCade, Mature. You know, Wanya Morris needs to step up and play to his potential, and that's my expectation. He's had a terrific out of season. You know, I expect him to do that. Anton Harrison, okay, it's a game of performance. Okay, step up and be consistent. Show up every day. You know, it's easy to show up here and there. Show up every day. You know, we got to stay healthy as well. You know, Tyler Guyton's going to be a guy that's going to have a chance to uh, step right in and help us, you know, as well. You know, Marcus Hicks, you know, Anton, Marcus Alexander, Davion Bird, you know, Cohen. You know, but I'm really excited about, you know, Jake Taylor and Jacob Sexton, man, they've had great summers. Big, long, athletic. Jacob Sexton, man, he can. He's a, I think he's got a chance to be a special dude. And um, I love our two tight ends. Um, as far as the, you know, the older guys, Braden Willis and Daniel Parker, they got the right mindset. They come, they show up every day, ready to compete. That's what it's all about. And um, you know, we got to get Caden Helms and Jason Wellen. We got to get those guys going. 
you know, they're going to have to play, you know, a major part, you know, as well from a depth standpoint, you know, behind uh, Dylan, you know, um, uh, and I want all those guys to push Dylan and help him get better. But Davis Bevel's played, and General Booty's, you know, at a different level, but he's he's shown to know how to play the game. He's got a good skill set, you know, Micah Bones maybe, uh, you know, take a big step. Nick Evers, young player that's got talent. And then uh, on the defense, man, I just see I see competition everywhere, and I'm I'm really excited to see some guys that maybe a lot of people don't know a lot about, you know, really uh, step up and establish themselves through. And the reason I'm excited for them is because I've seen them put the work in, and uh, but we do need to develop some guys that we can count on consistently at safety and at corner. You know, we got to. I don't want to just have guys inside that you know. Uh, are solid. I want guys that can make plays and be disruptive up front, and but play within the confines of the defense. And for us on the defense, man, we're playing physical. Man, we are playing fast. We are playing with uncommon effort to the football, and those are non-negotiables. And uh, we need guys that are going to play violent. Okay, going to play physical, and then these guys learn to, to play with discipline and quit trying to do too much. That's when all hell breaks loose when guys aren't playing with discipline. You know, just do your job. You don't need to be Superman or try to make plays. You need to execute the call. And so, you know, developing that that mind, that's a mindset, you know. That's a mindset of discipline, of being detailed, doing the little things right, time after time after time after time. The best units, the best players, the best teams, if there's something, they're consistent. They show up with the right mindset. They show up with the same uh, work ethic. They sh- show up, uh, and they're consistent. They do the little things well all the time, not some of the time. So that's the, the challenge. Kick a game. I really like, you know, we got a, a game-changing punter and, you know, Michael Turk. Hopefully he don't get a punt a lot. Uh, but worst-case scenario, we're in a lot of pooch situations. And, man, he's a real weapon, man. And uh, so I'm excited He's always about in him. a pooch situation. It's insane. Yeah. I've never seen anything that's like good. it in my life. Yeah. Well, we're going to get a couple first downs most games, uh, most drives, um, I should say. So that puts you in that pooch situation you're talking about because he's got an enormous leg. Yeah. And so I get that too. I mean, he's, he's really talented, and he's a great worker, you know, as much as he's a great leader. But Zach Schmidt had a great spring, and I'm excited to see him and Gavin Marshall, uh, you know, uh, battle it out there at uh, kicker. But we've been able to place those things consistently in the end zone and, and then, you know, be consistent, you know, uh, when we get our opportunities kicking field goals. So, um I like I like you know our group of players just across the board. I mean, it's it's been a hungry uh, group of guys that they have great awareness and get the change that you want to have. Okay, in anything in life, to create meaningful growth and change. Man, you guys got to have awareness. Like they got they can't be in la la land. They can't have an overinflated opinion of themselves. Okay, so that's what it takes first. You know, that's coach and player. You know, uh, you know you got to have good awareness. That's where it all starts. It's about the man in the mirror. And then you got to have action, all right, to create that change. Guys, got to put the work in. Here's the, I'm a, this is the player I am today. This is the player I want to be. And then, and then, you know, what's the action? You got to have meaningful action, and then you got to have accountability. And, and the players have got, and coaches, everybody's got to embrace the accountability piece. And, um, and we all need it. Sometimes we don't like it, but we all need it. And but awareness, action, accountability—that's how you create the, you know, the kind of change that you want. Whether that's you as a player. As a, as a unit, um, as a position group, as a football team, that's what it's going to take. And um, so our guys, have, I, they've bought into that. 
and and so I'm 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 excited. But here we are. This. this will be yeah. Really quick, because uh, um, I know you've got to go. But really quick, when you look at your team today, and you think about the team that you have to be to win a conference championship, what's what's if you had to put your finger on one thing? What's the one thing that this group that you look at where they stand today? What's the one thing you got to get better at first and foremost? The one thing that you would pick? Physic. It's got to be two things, Teddy. I can't give one thing. It's physicality and discipline. Yeah. Physicality and discipline. Period. Yeah. Physicality and discipline. You got those two, you're going to go a long ways. I mean, if if you hey, it's discipline. Like stay your butt to see gap. Right. Okay. It's it's you know you're the flat player. Don't get out flanked to the flat. Stay outside. Here comes the the the, the jailbreak screen. I'm the flat player. Stay outside of the blocker because all your help is what inside. Right. Like right. those kind of little things. When I I watch big plays happen or I watch this play at an inconsistent level, it always goes back to that. And guys trying to make a play, you know, the post player. Well, I thought the quarterback was going to throw the dig. No, get your butt in the post. You're the post player. And um, and so teaching <laughs> of course guys you to did. play. That's what he wanted you to think. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. But but just do you like it's do and that's the game every every level. Mm-hmm. But but getting our our players to play within the scheme, you know, and and play again with just discipline, you know, just discipline. Well. We can't wait. We know it's going to be exciting. I know it's going to be a tough camp. It's going to be a hot camp. But uh, mm-hmm. you got a lot of people that are uh, uh, following this team close, man. It's it's a it's a fun time to be a Sooner fan right now. No doubt, man. I appreciate you guys having me on. Thanks, Brent. All right, Coach. We'll talk to you soon. All right. Take care. There you go. Man, uh, we keep having Brent Venables on the air. Management's going to take away a vacation day from us. <laughs> yeah. We're not having to do very much of a show today now. I know. I like I, it. We may, he may have to fill in one day, you know. Uh, we're late for a timeout. Let's hit a break. Uh, we got a lot to digest there. Hit us on the text, text line, 651-3439. We'll be back. It is The Rush, live on The Ref. We are the home of Sooner fans. Awesome, awesome 30-minute segment talking football with OU head coach Brent Venables. And uh, a couple of things stuck out to me, man. First off, and I know you heard it, he did say Missouri, which I could just hear you laughing uh, from back at home. But physicality and discipline, the two things they really need to accomplish to win a Big 12 championship. Uh, you asked for one, he couldn't give you just one, he gave you two. But physicality and discipline, okay, that that sounds good to me. Yeah, yep, that's that's it. And, you know, it, it it's not coach speak, but I, those two things – I, if you if you if you have a team that is um, that is absolutely physical and absolutely disciplined, uh, you've got a great football team. I mean, that's just that's just plain and simple how it goes. And it's hard to get there, though, right? It's hard when you talk about being physical. That doesn't mean be physical. That means 
always be the more physical team on the field, always, right? And that can be incredibly tough to do because there's 130 Division One teams and every single coach is telling those guys that they need to be the most physical, right? It's, it's what every football team on the planet talks about. So if you can actually go out there and be the most physical in every game, you've got something. And the discipline part is just incredibly tough. Uh, you sometimes you have to sacrifice going and trying to make the the big play, the nice play, and just hold your responsibility, force it back to a teammate, let him make the play. I mean, it's just how it goes. All right, uh, we got a ton of text to get to. Uh, we're running late, even on this next break. But hey, I, I, I don't care if he wants to hop on every single day and talk for thirty minutes. We can do that. Let me get to some text before we get another break, though. Man. Listening to Brent Venables makes me want to eat rusty nails and floss with barbed wire and not be satisfied with accomplishment. Definitely not a me attitude like we had with the guy that left town with uh, avocado breath. Yeah. Well, it's always going to be the same exact thing with him. You know, he's, he's come in, he's establishing uh, the culture, he's establishing – uh, expectations, but it's never going to change. It's always going to be the exact same, always going to be demanding more. You know, the difference will be as as time passes and it takes time, there's going to be guys on the team that start to kind of take the ownership of that role and demand that of themselves and of uh, each other as well, and it will shift some of the burden there. And that's whenever you got yourself a really good squad, yeah. for sure. Coach V is so genuine. It's very apparent why he's a great coach and recruiter. That's 660 area code. Uh, a lot of you are taking shots at Lincoln. Okay. Um, you guys need to practice how to cut in the conversation. Yeah, I'm not cutting in that conversation. Ted- Teddy did a couple times, and Teddy can do that, but – I feel like yeah. he's the only one on the show that can do that. It's it's hard. He doesn't leave many places, but, you know. And there for a while, he was just essentially commenting on every single player on the roster. <laughs> I know. Which was, yeah. was interesting because there were some things in there now. Yeah, about Anton Harrison, yeah. About like, Anton he Harrison. He needs to live up to his potential. Wanye yeah. Morris needs to uh, play up to his potential. Uh, expects big things. For Marcus Major, now that's that's he said that over and over now that he's got something special to bring to the table. Uh, Gavin Salchuk, can he add something at, at wide receiver or split out? You know, um, Jacob Sexton, uh, he feels like he's a dude. Yeah, yeah. So um, there's some stuff there. You just got to kind of, um, you know, it's a quick comment, and he's on to the next you know, third stringer, but, you know, he <laughs> talked about every single guy on the roster pretty much at one point, and that was, that was good. Teddy sounded so deflated whenever Coach Venables answered his own question before he could get a word out. Wasn't expected to be tested at 3.30 on a Tuesday, 20 years after playing. No, I, I, I froze because I wasn't sure if he was just throwing a rhetorical <laughs> question but I'm sitting here. I was like, "Do I say it? I, is 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 that what I'm, I'm? Is he testing me here?" So yeah, I got to get back into my old flow of being able to uh, fire out the answer Co- immediately. Coach needs to write a book so I can buy it. Uh, this one says, "Quote really quick." That's how you ask that last question. LOL. I love him. Thank God. Yeah, you were. Uh, you knew that we were up against it, 
and you were like, all right, just really quick, really quick. And he got that one out really quick. He just yeah. gave you two responses. Right. Physicality yeah. and discipline. That was good. Those are the two. And, I, you know, he kind of laughed whenever I said, can you make camp hard enough? You know, because he was talking about how they've made everything really hard on the guys. I don't know how he's going to do it, you know, but he's somehow they're going to make this camp oh, the yeah. most difficult camp in it, Yeah, in the it's Big the 12. most difficult summer and the most difficult training camp that they're going to have. And if we had four hours of Brent, that would have been my second question probably is, is there like a mental edge? Like these guys, they know they just went through the most difficult summer they've ever had. And they know they're about to get through the most difficult training camp they've ever had. There's got to be some sort of a mental edge when you accomplish both of those two things. Because that is, man, getting through this year is, is an accomplishment for a lot of those guys. They've never seen anything like this before. Well, here's the thing. You know, because when, when Coach showed up and he hired Schmitty and they started getting everything going, guess what? They went through the hardest winter they've ever gone through. And then they went through the hardest spring. And then they went through the hardest summer. And now they're about to go through the hardest camp. Guess what? When you're done with that, you're going to go through the hardest season. And when that's done, you're going to have the hardest month of bowl practice you've ever had. And then it's going to start over, and next winter is going to be harder than the last. Next spring, it's, it just never stops. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But you're right. I Eventually, you come to find that, Yes, that is your edge over everyone else. They haven't been through the fire like you. So, all right, quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. A couple of seconds left here in hour number one. Stay tuned. from time to time can make explosive game-changing plays. But a player that you so far throughout his career, for some no fault of his own, but it's just what you factor in, a guy that you can't expect to be there every single game, every single snap. Uh, he, he has not had good consistency. And I'm talking about good uh, – you know, playing consistency with, like, the level of play, snap after snap, and consistency of, you know, being dressed out for the game. Yeah. And for practice. So, that's what I'm factoring in. If, by some chance, we got peak Redmond, a guy that is playing – to and through his potential, I we, I would say that right now we would have the best defensive line in the conference. Well, ooh, okay. And Oklahoma State's defensive line is going to be pretty good. Baylor's oh, defensive line is going to be pretty really good. good. But Jalen Redmond could be – okay, so then that's, that's true for you then going into fall camp because he is allowed – 
to turn into that player. Now, I, and we all have our opinions on what the likelihood of that is. But he has an opportunity to be one of the guys that takes advantage of the situation, has a great training camp. Man, that dude that you're talking about, he turned to that. So you're telling me that's the difference to know you having the best defensive line in the conference or not if Jalen Redmond turns into the guy that we've been waiting on now for uh, three years, however long it's been. He should be the best defensive lineman in the Big 12. Based on just what, measurables? Given talent, like just talent, like why, why should talent, he be? measurables, explosiveness, all of those things. Yeah. Well, hey, I, uh, I hope it happens, but there's a lot of really good defensive linemen in the league this year. So, and I understand that this is what no, you're saying, the, but there's a ways to go on oh, achieving Oh, yeah. I'm, I, I'm not saying he's there right now. And it, he may not you, – you can't – Everyone at this level is too damn good. You can't just show up three years later and say, okay, now I'm going to flip the switch. Because there's guys that have flipped the switch the day they stepped on campus. You can't make up all of that lost time. So, like, peak Redmond, I, I don't, that may not even be something that's – he can get to like it may not be enough time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I hey, I mean your opinion of the situation. I, it's loud and clear to everyone. I, I I think we hear you. So if not them, then who? Jeffrey Johnson. I we feel good about what they're going to have at defensive end, but in the interior, then who's it going to be? Then who who do we need to expect? Is that down in uh, guy? Who is that guy? Uh, well, he's. I mean, Redmond's still going to. Uh, he's he's still going to be the best interior defensive lineman that we have, um, you know, because his his good plays are going to be, you know, plays that most of the other guys on the team can't replicate, you know. But you you're 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 not going to get it at super high consistency. At least I don't think so. Maybe you know maybe the maybe he's had that type of of summer and. Uh, he sees the clock and then recognizes that this is his last try at it. This is it. This is the last go. You want to go make some money? Well, here's your opportunity. Um, maybe he, maybe he 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 does that, but he's going to be your best guy. It's just a matter of like how consistent he's going to be. But you know, um, oh gosh, uh, Jordan Kelly is the guy that they said throughout the sure. The uh, spring was the most consistent guy. They loved how he showed up and played every single snap for him. Um, and I'm talking about interior guys. Uh, the guys on the outside, I think there's, you know, Jeff Johnson is, is going to be a guy on the inside that you see. So, yeah. I, Ellison, perhaps, is a guy. Uh, Roberson, perhaps, is a guy. Isaiah Coe's a guy that we saw a couple of times. You know, he's a, he's a thick thumper on the inside. I mean, you're going to have some decent depth there for good, consistent, rotational players. But Jalen Redmond is the guy that has the opportunity to really take it above and beyond. Hey, Let's see if he does. I mean, it, it makes me feel, and I may have said this anyway, he may be the most critical, most important player on the defense then. Yeah. Yeah. He's got an extremely high ceiling. Extremely high ceiling. 
All right, we got to hit a break. More from the rush coming up. We'll come back, wrap up hour number one next. 